morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you are. You're listening to the Rich and Raina Show with Rich O'Brien and Raina Lacero. I'm Matt Prince. Now here's Rich. Okay, good to go. So who's up? You want to go? You want to start us off? Yeah, leave, leave, yeah I think it's good. We're showing people what happens here mm-hmm. on, on a podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you there, Matt Prince. Uh, it's it's good to be here. These are exciting days. They are very exciting days. Uh, I mean, if you're a parent in school, you know you've got that to think about. Mm-hmm. We have things that are that are both uh, very important to our local population and those everywhere. That's one of the things about podcasts. You know, I was at a meeting with uh, some older guys. I won't say how old, but mm-hmm. older. And I, I brought up the fact that I was going to come here and sit down and do this podcast. And that's I, I, what I said. And, and I said, uh, you guys got anything you'd like me to talk about? And there were about five guys. And they all said, um, what, 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 pod, what podcast? I've heard about what, what is podcast? And I'm, I'm blown away because I thought I'm the older guy there. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Doing, you know, and I tried to explain it, so I obviously didn't get a subject out of them, but uh, yeah. I think that's a subject in itself. What do we talk about when we talk about podcasts? We talking just to younger people, or it's hard to say what our demographic really is going to be because there's a lot of older people that have no idea, just like the guys you ran into. But I know some that that do that know. I mean, you know now. I mean, you're learning about it. There's some that I know that listen to. You know the news podcasts and same things that I listen to. So mm-hmm. I think there's a mix of you know the the generations that know about podcasts and what it's about and how to find them. Yeah, you think we we could probably could apply that to the previous generation just as well. Yes. Uh, some did and some didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the in the era of uh, television, for example, mm-hmm. television news, and I know it well. Television news has evolved, and I'm not saying I like it. Uh, I'm not saying I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. And but that's typical of older people that have done things. They think that uh, they did it well, and yeah. You know. But uh, but really, if you think about television news, and most everyone now watches television news, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, a network programming or local programming or whatever. And they have an idea about the way it should go. And I think, frankly, uh, a lot of what is called news is now really uh, commentary. Mm-hmm. And I, I regret that because that way we can't tell the difference. And I'd like to be able to know the difference, you know. That's right. So, uh, you know, you have to watch, and I, I do watch it, but you watch it with... Uh, Caution. Right. There's, you know, like my dad used to tell me, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to just pick apart what you're watching and, and try to get the, the facts out of it. But even the slightest, you know, word, you know, maybe portraying someone's character or sure. about an action, that can insert just enough bias to get someone to think, you know, a certain way about someone or some event. Well so put. You really have to watch that. Raina, I want and this is, I'm going to do it. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to do it. But when I was doing the news, <laughs> put it that way, um, the the commitment to the public was to give you the news, mm-hmm. what was happening. That was it. 
here's what's happening, people mm-hmm. would say. Uh, we didn't talk about what we thought was good about it or bad about it. It was mm-hmm. just, that was it. And unfortunately, it isn't that way anymore. And, and I, I do decry that, but that's the way it is. Big thing now is the midterms, right? Yes, midterm elections. We're You're into that. I am. I'm really into it. So we're about a month away, three weeks away from midterm elections, and we are eager to get it done and over with. I'm and sure all with. of our, yeah, <laughs> our voicemail boxes and our post office boxes are you know, overflowing with messages from candidates that want your, your yeah. vote or your support. So Something about a red wave. Now, what am I thinking? Yes. So something that I follow is um, mostly conservative news. And right now, the conservatives are expecting to see what they're calling the red wave. Um, they're in hopes of taking over both the Senate and the House. You think? You know, I really feel like the House of Representatives, that's going to, we're going to be able to take over the seats and gain the majority. The Senate will be close, but I think it's possible. If we can get enough voters, especially the unaffiliated voters, to mm-hmm. come out and vote um, for for true conservatives. And they're going to they're gonna hate that in the White House, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That they happens. will. They will, and that'll, that'll really, the power struggle that's already happening, it will become even more so. But it, it will bend things in a different direction, however. I mean, it seems to me that if if the election goes, I, I, we always called it the election in the mm-hmm. old days, but if, if the voting goes uh, in the way of the conservatives, whether they're, and by the way, there's some conservative Democrats that are uh, mm-hmm. not at all in love with the, the White House. That's right. So that could have an effect on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's assume that, um, I mean, at least I'm assuming that the White House is going to be agitated because they're going to lose the power they have over in the House. Mm-hmm. And Democrats will be thrilled to death to lose Pelosi as the head of that, <laughs> that House. Uh, and she may be relieved. I'm not really sure about yeah. that. But uh, that's that's strong possibility. But then there is that glimmer of hope that uh, there may be enough Senate changes mm-hmm. around the country. I don't know. Uh, do you see anything in this this in this state? Probably not. So right now we have let's see this <clears throat> midterm where we have Michael Bennett, who's our current senator, Democratic mm-hmm. senator. He's running against Joe O'Day, the Republican, and I'm not. Super knowledgeable about Joe O'Day. I do know that he has more of a conservative record than um, Michael Bennett does, so he would obviously be the better choice because he is, you know, he falls more closely to those conservative values that, <clears throat> especially a lot of people in our area. Um, well, he's a farmer, isn't he? Is he a farmer? Well, I think he's a, he might be a farmer or a construction worker. I think he's a construction Oh, that's worker. right. I, yeah. did, I did see that, mm-hmm. yes. So, um, you know, hopefully he can gain enough support. Like I said, I don't know enough about him, and that that's probably not good because I really try to follow the candidates. Um, so I'm really hoping that he has gotten the word out to other parts of Colorado about who he is, what he stands for, so he can drum up those votes. Okay, now there's that vote, and then there's, help me out, is it Flinch? Finch? What's, what's the name? Mm. Sorry. I'm uh, not sure. And the, the lady 
in the Congress. Um, yes. Um, are you talking about Laura Boebert? Yes. Yes. Boebert. I'm yeah. sorry. I couldn't think of her mm -hmm. last name. Yeah. Um, Lauren Boebert. Yes. She's running against uh, some pretty, um, I don't want to say nasty, but some pretty... Uh, yeah. You know, pretty far-reaching left. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it's it's going to be a, a dead heat on that one right now, I think. I really, really hope to see Lauren um, secure her seat because she's already made a lot of really great strides for our, not only our state, but for our country and she, in general. And she's a firecracker. She's that's what I was going <laughs> I mean, she's tiny, you know, and you see her on TV and you think, oh, she's just a little bitty. I got to meet her in person several months ago. Man, she's just... She's just this little bitty woman, but she is full of so much energy and, and God's spirit, and you know, and just, I mean, she just screams it, and well, it lights a fire in everybody, so I really hope to see that she's able to... You know, we, we used to say that uh, umpires in baseball, watch out for the little guys, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they're there to prove something. Yeah, exactly. That they're in charge, and mm -hmm. so, yeah, you have to watch out for midterms, it's, uh, it came... It's 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 mm -hmm. almost on us now, and right. uh, we've talked about it for so long, and yeah. then that would mean that the the main election is just six months away. Is that the way they No, went? two two years. So every two years. Oh, we have I'm, an I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking mm -hmm. about uh, there will be certain voting going on though mm -hmm. in the in the mid uh, yep. middle of all this. Yep. That's Past right. this. I'm, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there's smaller elections that happen. Um, so, yeah, we're right at that midterm election, and then 2024 will be our general election yeah. where we have the presidents and, and all of that. So um, here in Kiowa County, though, we're going to have former state Senator Greg Beaufree. He's going to come to Eads on Monday, October 24th at 6 o'clock. Um, he'll be at the Crow Luther Culture Event Center, the theater, the theater. right here on Main Street. And he's going to get information on the amendments to the Colorado Constitution for this general, um, for this midterm election. So everyone received in their mailboxes, you know, that really thick blue ballot book, mm -hmm. um, informational book. So he's going to kind of go through that oh. and talk about anything that's pertinent to us here in um, our region. And he is, I've met him, I've known him since I was in high school. And he is so knowledgeable about so many different things. He owns a, a farm up. You know, in the north, I think right around the Ray Holyoke area, a watermelon farm. And, you know, he's a really down-to-earth guy. You just, anybody, you know, interested or even just wanting to know, hey, what am I reading? Come and see, come and listen to him talk. Because he really, while he is conservative, he really does a great job of, of taking it to the middle of the road. He explains both sides of the issues. That's interesting. He does, he, um, does his research, so he knows, you know, who supports the bills. And, and who, who opposes it? Mm. So he can tell you, you know. So even if you're a Democrat and you want to learn, you know, you can come and listen to Greg, and he's going to tell you how it is, not necessarily his opinion. He's going to tell you the facts of this is the bill, Wait. this is what it does, this is what it doesn't do. Give us the date again. So that's going to be October 24th at 6 p.m. at the theater here in Eats on Main Street. So the 24th is on a what? That's a Monday. Monday. Okay, mm -hmm. Monday evening, the 24th of October. Yes. And. uh it's, it, are we facing some changes, big changes? You know, I, I can't really get into a whole lot of specifics, but we are facing a whole lot. I mean, the fact that the ballot book is as large as it is mm. um, goes to show that 
someone somewhere is trying to change the face of our state constitution. Oh, They're trying to remake our constitution. Let's not see that. And, you know, growing up, I... I was always interested in voting but long before I could even vote. My dad always said, if they're trying to change your constitution, they're trying to change your country and what the founders put into place. So you have to read it with a fine-tooth comb, and you have to find out for sure no. you know, how we're changing it. Because our constitution, whether you know our state constitution is based off of our, um, our country's constitution. So, you know, we don't want to change too far from where they they put us because they put us on a path to something amazing, something that the world had never seen. And we don't want yeah. to stray too far from that. That's scary. So it's important to come out and hear the facts and, you know, and then gain your own opinions and, and vote. So far. And I think there might even be some contradictions to the, what I'm going to say, but so far we can live in this country without fear of uh, losing our lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, but we could also be losing less than that uh, already. That's right. You know, like the ability to uh, voice our opinion mm -hmm. in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Accused of being um, terrorists mm -hmm. by our, in our own country just because we disagree with some of the ongoing policies. That's right. and that's, that's a very scary thing to it me. It, it, which bodes the question, um, and I bring this up in my column in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, am I a patriot? How can I claim to be a patriot if I've never been in the military, for example? Mm -hmm. Is it possible that I could be a, a, a patriot having never done so? What's your answer, Raina? Um, yeah, definitely. All right, good, because that's the way I feel. I, I think um, I think patriotism is based on a commitment to and a love for your country. That's right. I mean, if you're a, a Brit and you live in London, then you can be a patriot mm -hmm. for your country. That's right. If you live in Paris and you're French, you know, can, mm -hmm. you can be a, a patriot for your country in the country of Paris and France. Um, but why would anyone want to divest the population of freedom? There, the answer is quite clear. Mm -hmm. That is to gain power for themselves. That's right. Isn't that it in a nutshell? That's exactly it. That's, um, you know, the more that you can take away from the masses and gain for yourself, you know, you, you'll only rise to the top. And I'll only touch on this briefly, but um, I actually just finished watching this amazing documentary on PBS. It's a Ken Burns documentary. Oh, um, he's great at anything. Mm -hmm, yeah. It's called The U.S. and the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And it's six hours, but I tell you, it was the best six hours of education I've ever had in my life. Mm. Because it went and it talked... From you know, world even before World War One, it talked about immigration in the United States, mm -hmm. and then it went all through the story, all the way through you know World War Two, and talked about you know the Holocaust and how it was America who Hitler and the Nazis framed the um, the, pol the Nazi policies against the Jews on. They saw what Americans were doing, you know, like in Mississippi to the blacks. 
And they said, well, it's okay for America to say that these people are less than us. Oh. So we can do the exact same thing to the Jews. And so what they did is, you know, they started slowly taking away the rights, and then obviously they went much farther than any American had gone. Um, yeah. But they just started taking all those little powers. The they don't things. do it at one time. Right, no, you can't. No, you can't, time. because people will resist. And then even your own population, even the German population, you know, the Aryans, would have been like, oh, that's too much too soon. But you have to plant seeds of hate, of, you know, of different things, and let them grow on their own. You can plant the seeds, you can water them, and watch them sprout. Yes. And so that's what you do when you start taking away little powers. You say, well, they don't need that anyway. They don't deserve that power anyway. And so to bring it home, um, kind of what we were talking about, you know, if you right now, you know, there's a big thing with the internet and censorship. Well, if the government gets in there and censors it and says, okay, you can't say this, this, or this, huh. then, then it'll be a better country. But if I can't say this, this, or this, because somebody else doesn't like it, you're yeah. taking away my right to express myself in any way that I choose, which is what the forefathers and God gave me, is that free will right to do so. I was driving yesterday, mm -hmm. and I listened to um, John Voigt. Okay. You know who that is? Uh -huh. I had no idea where he stood on issues. Mm -hmm. And he was the guest of a program that uh, Kirk, what's, uh, what is Kirk's first name? Anyway, mm -hmm. um, this this man, Kirk, who is mm -hmm. an avid conservative right. and, mm -hmm. and uh, patriotism, patriot, John Voigt told a story about a young woman before World War II, coming into World War II, who wanted to be a teacher, 21 years old, and she came across some materials talking about what Hitler was doing mm -hmm. and what was coming along in her country. She was German. And she decided that those things were wrong. And she met up with someone else, I, I don't remember that person's name, nor hers, but uh, they got together and they started putting together pamphlets on their own, at their own expense, mm -hmm. and putting them out in public places where people would read these things. And it was really, they were really anti-Nazi, mm -hmm. and, and that was not a good thing to be doing That's back right. in those days. Mm -hmm. And they were captured and spent four days in a Nazi prison, and then um, were taken before the, what do they call this thing? Gestapo? Yes. Mm -hmm. And pin and punished to death. To death. Mm -hmm. And they said, John Voigt said, this woman was as cool as you could imagine through that whole episode in her life, knowing that she was going to die. Mm -hmm. She was going to be beheaded. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm trying to drive with tears in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, because, and John Voigt, he's the actor, isn't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. John Voigt says, I am forever in favor of this woman and I will die if I have to because of this kind of travesty that's brought on people that love freedom. Mm -hmm. that's, all, that's all we're saying, folks, is that uh, we want the right to be right or wrong. Mm -hmm. 
you know, let me make my mistakes. That's right. But don't put me in prison for it mm -hmm. or hang me or whatever else you have the power to do, mm -hmm. and I'll give you that freedom. I think it's it's a fair trade. Yeah. And so that woman that John Boyd was talking about, you know, what was she? She wasn't in the military, but she no. was a patriot. That's she all. was a patriot. So, she yeah, did. I mean, that's yeah. right there. That's the, that's the truest form of being a patriot, being willing to, you know, make that ultimate sacrifice. She loved her country. That's right. Mm -hmm. and, and I love my country. My, my parents taught me to love my country. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little biased and prejudiced in football, but that's a yeah, whole different well. story. <laughs> but we take that out on the football field, mm -hmm. not, right. not anywhere else. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, oh, we, love, we love, um, love our country, and we want to keep our freedoms. I, don't, I can sit here. I'm in a little room at the newspaper. Most people know this. And uh, there's a door behind me. I don't have to worry about someone popping through that door, grabbing me by my jacket and saying, come with me. Mm -hmm. You know, you said the wrong things. That's right. Oh, God help us if that happens. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Coming up next Monday, this is Thursday, mm -hmm. the 10th of October. Um, Fight Club is back in Eats, and uh, I hope if you're a connoisseur or if you've never heard of it, you'll uh, pick it up with us and join us. We, we will be meeting Monday night, this Monday night at JJ's Restaurant at 6.30, and uh, you're welcome to come. It's an open menu, so it's up to you what you want to have to eat, but it's an, a wonderful opportunity for men. It's... Uh, established with the idea that uh, it's an open forum. If you have no faith at all, we'll talk about that if you want to talk about it. We want, to, we want you to have that opportunity. But the, but the important thing to notice is that at Fight Club and people who have become a part of Fight Club have gradually felt that they're a part of a tribe mm -hmm. of, of like believers, you know, and you can believe or not believe. And it's, it's just that openness. It's a brotherhood, if you want to put it that way. And I want to, I want to extend an invitation for you to come 6.30, Monday night, the 10th of October, and you will have a good time, a wonderful time. You won't be threatened by anything. You'll be free to discuss things and to openly say what you think about this or that or the other thing. So, Very good. And it has value, doesn't it, to women that men are going to this thing? I think so, yes. Yeah? Yeah. It, um, because for one thing, I can tell you right up front, uh, it is not a, a kind of men's meeting where we put women down. It's mm -hmm. not that at all. In fact, we will lift women up. They're a part of our lives. They're an important part of our lives. And uh, and that goes for the children as well. So anyway, I could try to sell it. I was uh, I was on the road yesterday, as I mentioned, and I ran into a couple of uh, of uh, bicyclists. Uh, I mean, motorcyclists, mm -hmm. and uh, and I sold them on it. I think they're going to join us. Well, that'd be very um, good. It would be good, wouldn't it's it? Exciting. Yeah. What else is going on with our great city? Well, town? this week is homecoming week for the Eats High School. Oh. Um, so tonight at 6.30, tonight being Thursday, December mm -hmm. 6th, at 6.30, there's pep rally at the football field. Oh, wow. Where all the kids get together and they do cheers and 
um, the freshmen through senior classes, they all do like skits and just fun stuff. Then there'll right. be a bonfire when that's over. Um, and then tomorrow, Friday, yeah. we have middle school um, and high school volleyball and football. And that all starts at four o'clock. You would know. I mean, you got... Well, I don't have anybody playing sports right now, but we sure... With, um, but you know what's going being, on. Um, yeah. yeah, with my oldest being in high school, we've had did you do days. Did you that. do stuff like that when you were in high school? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I bet you that. did. Mm -hmm. it was you know, time. believe it or not, we had high schools back oh, when I was... Okay. Uh, in uh, Fairfield High School in Alabama, um, I was a ham. That surprises people, <laughs> I'm sure, who know me. Um, and I remember doing uh, assemblies, they called them. And we would, we would have uh, our day on the stage in the auditorium of the high school. And we had about a hundred in our senior class. That's all. Well, that's, we thought that was small. Yeah, right? yeah. And um, I remember doing, now, now there won't be a few people who know what I'm talking about, but uh, I remember being Al Jolson. You know who that was? I don't know. Well, he was a big, big time singer back in the era before me, actually. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, I aged into it, and so it was uh, singing those songs of that era. Uh, and and, and I, I remember being out on the stage and on my knee, one knee, mm -hmm. singing, <laughs> singing "Mammy." Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was a good time. <laughs> those were good times I hope you're having a good time where you are today and uh, keep in mind once again that uh, the opportunity to vote is a God-given opportunity and it's protected by the men and women of our country who have fought for us mm -hmm. and uh, we thank you if you're a veteran and we thank you for a patriot and not a veteran just one who loves your country like that young lady loved her country in Germany. And uh, we, we hope we'll be courageous enough to take a stand mm -hmm. for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what it's about. That's right. Yes.